Welcome to another edition of our podcast. We're going to hit with Painter and Rico. Tonight, our guest is an old teammate of ours, Rob Cousins. Welcome, Rob. Thanks, Dave. Hello, Rob. Rico. And if I call you Trig, sorry, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've never called you Trig. I don't Do you know where that came from? It's because when I first joined Bath, obviously I was 18, didn't say a word, and some, well, some people thought I was a mute. But Freaky <laughs> was obviously a player then, and we used to watch Only Fools and Horses the night before. And uh, yeah, obviously when you get banter, jokes made about you, I just didn't say a word before. But the more I say, the more stick I've got, and it just stuck ever since. So that's like 30 odd years now. My name is Dave, mine. Why <laughs> <laughs> <My> Dave? <laughs> <laughs> But first started around the age of six, and I was just up with the local Cubs team. Uh, I only went there just to play football. I wasn't interested in doing knots and thing, <laughs> far words, but, but just to play football. And that was actually pointed out by the uh, the Arcala at the time to say there's people here just here for the wrong reasons to play football. Yeah, but when we won the cup final, she was the first one picking the cup up. So, around uh, <laughs> um, under tens, went uh, joined Hannum. But I was playing a year above, um, Keith Goodenough was uh, local, got some young players and Steve Yates was one of the players and Kev Hazel. So I was playing yeah. this sort of year above my age to about 13. Mm. So this is Kev Hazel's associated prison set? Yes, right, yeah. Goalkeeper, isn't he? Yeah, he was goalkeeper yeah. there. Obviously yeah, Steve yeah. Yates went on to play for Rovers. Um, and um, played regularly for uh, Bristol Boys throughout from 11 up to 16. and. Uh, what teammates were around then, Rob? Well, I, I was we I mean, at Hannum. Um, again, there was, as I say, there was Kitty Richard, there was Wayne Hardy, uh, Steve Yates, and then we sort we we folded sort of at age twelve for some reason. We had Joe Pentfold. You heard of yeah, it? Yeah, Joe Pentfold. Well, yeah. he had a dodgy passport, so <laughs> the age on there was not the right age apparently. <laughs> so we got checked out the league. So I ended up joining West Ham, which was associated yeah, with Bristol City. City. Mm. Um, Saturday I started playing with uh, Lee Perks, his dad, Ted Perks, Yeah. Fair Furlong. And uh, we had the likes of Jason Drysdale, Rich Ford. They all get on mention a few times, haven't Raymond they? Raymond Lee, so Raymond Lee went on to uh, Arsenal. Who was that? Raymond Lee. All right. Black winger, Yeah. went on to play for Arsenal. Uh, Fordy went to Forest. Uh, Danny Reeves, no sorry, Neil Reeves. Neil Reeves, yeah. Went to Rovers, Rovers. yeah. Rovers. My, so I started as midfield. Big kind of bath as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 Well, I started off in midfield and then sort of three games and they put me up front. I ended up scoring 72 goals that season. One, one game. Yeah. Fair enough for ages. 72? 72. You, you stopped scoring goals later on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I went jump back. And then um, I was continuing again. Jock Ray, I know he's been mentioned. He was ring frequently, especially after playing for the Bristol Boys. Uh, I didn't sign associate forms until I was 15. I was concentrating on the academics really more than the football, um, just as a backup, because I was never a sort of confident person. So I thought, feeling the worst, let's get something behind me. Signed forms, and um, yeah, when I turned 15, I was actually playing sort of Bristol Boys in the morning, afternoons playing for Bristol City Reserves in the tour station, and then playing Sundays for the or West Town City Youth. I think you're the first person we've had in who said they've put the academic part of their life before the football because all of us really yeah. at 15 all we wanted to do was play football. Yeah. You know? yeah so fair I play did. Rob. Uh, but even when I went to I got the apprenticeship with City like 
Um, Terry Cooper was the manager then. Uh, I, I had a chance. Of, so, what, what year was that? I'd have been 87. The year before 86, when they got to the Freight River Trophy final, I was actually ball boy that game. And when Glenn Riley scored a second goal, jumped over the board in, he got, he got cramped. cramped. I was yeah. the one giving in. Is that right? I was there that, that, uh, that day in the. In the stands of Wembley, wasn't it? Yeah, I was yeah. trying to relieve the cramp before mm. Alex got across to him. Fair play. And I joined the falling season. Um, but I had a choice. Obviously, I played cricket to a high level at school, but I just missed out on England place. And um, I could have a chance to go down to Somerset until TC said, no, you'll ever play with us for football tomorrow, oh. or you go and play cricket. So I went down the football but, route. But back in the day then, couldn't you play both? He said I couldn't. No. Oh right. Okay. I was playing. The thing is, though, the season bad. got longer as as you went. Got yeah. Older, but, uh, and yeah, the cricket season starts in yeah, I mean, May, early April, August, May, isn't it? Yeah. April to September. Starts in August, and yeah. the proper football yeah. games. And yeah. I suppose the cricket thing finished in September, doesn't no. it? Yeah. So I uh, had the apprenticeship there under TC. Played regularly for the reserves uh, as a new team. New team. I think Dean mentioned we played in the southwest counties, the likes of Anshira. Uh, Gareth Southgate Jamie Redknapp was at Tottenham I had to mark him that game that was why man to man mark I ended up scoring two he won three one yeah so I scored in both Southgate we lost three one by score did chip you, from the edge of the box did you see anyone at that age that you thought this is going to be a player they're going to go because um, to be fair I mean we've had like Phil and yeah. Uh, Dean in and they said he was good like Alan Shearer yeah. but they couldn't really see him going on to be yeah. the Premier League all time great I about this like Jane Redden obviously nobody heard of him then but Southampton had a, a great set up for youth football they were mm-hmm. renowned sort of, uh, they had some good players there but uh, yeah, the likes of the princes at my time were Matt Bryan Alan Theobald Wayne Gorwell Dame Palfrey Paul Hirons um, so a couple of them so Matt Bryan did and Paul Arisman played Torquay yeah a few went on didn't they yeah and they're all good non-league players and, yeah. and quality non-league players you know I mean I, I, my last um, Terry Cooper's last game was was Bristol City against the Ravers in the Gloucester Cup when it meant something then yeah and uh, he put me in I was only 16 uh, 17 yeah was that Ashton Gate or? Ashton Gate yeah. yeah so I ended up playing left wing of a four in that, in that uh, good crowd, I think it was a five and a half thousand. It was the first oh. time, or it was a long time. That's quite an odd deal to go in a local derby, isn't it? In, yeah. You know, whatever, even a pre season friendly Rovers and City always meant so. Yeah, I say, like Vaughan Jones and the established players were playing yeah. that game, and uh, so we'd been 3 1 as the last time City actually beat Rovers for, for quite some time. Um, but the very next day, Terry resigned, not because of my, my performance, I think, <laughs> but, but for it was later. Reasons I heard about it was obviously he just he was gone as far as he could with the club and they wouldn't get anybody in, so uh, he handed it over to Joe Jordan. And unfortunately, although I carried on playing regularly for the reserves, um, and everybody thought they expected me to get a contract, he didn't. So well, Joe Jordan made that yeah. decision, did he? Yeah, he was, did he see much of you then? Was he an assistant whole, there? Or a, he was before? a player then. He was a he was a player. player. And, oh, uh, right. I was even involved when. City played the semi-final against Nottingham Forest. They even brought me into the first team training sessions because Steve Hodge, I played for Forest, was a threat and played for England. They saw me in that similar position where I used to go box yeah. to box. So they had Paul Marden in the training session, Mark and me, uh, in preparation for that game. So, and I say everybody involved, even directors come up to me, couldn't believe that I didn't get offered the players, but 
you know, this is the manager's decision at the end of the day. And then yeah. if he says he doesn't want you, he was trying to get players in from up north, Scotland, and uh, from Leeds, just or get established players in and make yeah. a, you know, to try and take them on, I suppose. Because some managers they do come in, got their own ideas, aren't they? Yeah. And they want, they want uh, everyone, I suppose, wants instant results as well, don't they? I mean, if yeah, you, they can't take gamble, and that's what happened. Yeah. I, I went out to, got invited down to Exeter pre-season. That's with Terry again, and uh, again they were just a small club, struck for cash. They couldn't mm. take risk on young players. So, yeah. unfortunately, I came back, did the same thing, went to Bristol Rovers. Again, that's when Nigel Martin was there, Holloway, Penrose, Brunel. Played really well. Kenny Hibbert was keen to sign me, but Jerry said I can't take a risk on somebody that. We've we mentioned it time and time again, Davis. That bit of luck as well. Yeah, it is that uh, bit of luck, yeah. You know, and 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 you you were probably one of the most consistent players that we've had the pleasure yeah. of playing with, really. Because uh, I've seen an article uh, by by somebody down at Yeovil, and they said you were Mr. Consistent. Yeah. You know, seven out of ten every every game. Do you yeah. think it was because you were very quiet? Yeah, like I said, uh, yeah, I never pushed myself forward. No. There were some arrogant people, which well, I thought they were arrogant, but they were getting in the forefront of everybody's faces, and mm. and I just go on doing my job, and and I've that's how I continue with my career was really. Yeah, I, I, I'm just looking at it from the other side. People might look at you and think, oh, I'll take the easy option here. If you've got two people, yeah. one's in your face, yeah. and there's not a lot between yourself. Tell you what, even mind Bob, because yeah. obviously he's, he's a quiet lad. He go off and do. But something. that was the, that was the thing I didn't mind. The thing you'd be testing that. Um, Playing wise, I'm the worst one. I don't. I seen Sean Donnelly mention it. I hate being dragged. I hate being yeah. served. Not playing. Even going back to well, come to my heart that I didn't want to come off that day but for the right reasons. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and you don't like losing, do you? Right. My my philosophy. I was always taught. I was from my dad, especially from, look for the level of consistency. You you want if you want to be playing week in week out, you got to be consistent. You can't have just one good game and three bad ones, and then. I think you even told me then was play at the highest level you possibly can for as long as you can, yeah. and that was my mm. that was my drive. I, I, I said I was so competitive that um, I wanted to be in the team and I wanted to, to win every game. So after that, then you drifted into the non-league scene. Yeah, because yeah, uh, so, um, um, so I was training with Bristol Rovers. I had Wayne with him, with Jerry Gow. Never met him, and uh, George Rooney, which. That was an interesting conversation. You never met George neither. No, I met George neither. And it was even harder <laughs> speaking to George on the phone because he ring you, yeah. say hello, and then pause for about two yeah, minutes. You George. think, well, you rang me. What? But Jerry Gow got quite funny that I didn't sign. I've never met him. And I said, well, I don't drive. I'm not gonna, I don't know how I'm going to get to Wayne with them back to train and to play. So I decided to sign for Bath, which I did in 1989. So uh, it was. And my first game was Chelmsford away. Yeah. And that was a nine opener on the coach for a start. With the likes of Tony, Palms, Singy. Uh, and I remember it well because we, we won 2-1. Jeff Meacham scored first half. Punky, Paul Randall, penalty second half. Uh, I thought I did right, played wide right. Um, but I always remember because I came a bit stick with his Palms. As I was going to the showers, he was talking about me and he was a no. Nah, not good enough, he wouldn't make it. He wouldn't play many games. And I've ribbed him ever since that. Uh, that, was, um, that was back in Southern League days. Yeah. Beezer in days. Yeah. 89. That um, was a. And it was promotion year as well, wasn't it? Brilliant season that was. The likes of said players, like 
We had Jim Preston in goal, hard Glaswegian goalkeeper. Then it was like Shet, Paul Stevens, yourself, Chrissy Banks, Holmes at left back. You had Keith Brown. Then the, you, you had Smudge, Chris Smith. Didn't score, but up and down, weren't Ray and Smarty. Paul Randall and three guards. Mingsy there as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, last season. Yeah. Well, that was the season they scored all the goals. Ah. Yeah. Three guards, smart. Oh, I've never seen a finisher like Paul Randall. Like we always just say, almost got there. Never worked harder than he had to, but finishing, unbelievable. Yeah. No matter where he was on the pitch, distance, head, left foot, right foot. Oh, he was a proper Ravers legend, yeah. Paul yeah. Punky. Yeah, still is. I, I saw him the other week up at the Ravers game. Yeah, he was invited in as guest follower. And uh, yeah, he's he's looking all right. But can you remember the story? Like Jim Preston, we played the Evelyn game one night, and Jim was didn't say much. He'd always be asleep on the back of the coach. He went and waited because he worked nights. But he could look after him. So he was a boxer. I was afraid of him. I was on his yeah. side. <laughs> well, one night we played as a midweek game, and uh, he was getting some stick from the away supporters playing the goal. And you could see him turn around, and he then said, oh, "I'll see you afterwards." By the players' uh, door entrance, I'll see you afterwards. So, as we're coming off, Jim was to sit right inside of the door, first first seat there. When he, he always wears tracks at bottoms, so as we're you know, we won and then we're uh, sort of waiting for George to say something, he's putting his shoes on, and also he just disappeared outside. And then within five minutes, he's come back, started taking his shoes off again. What he's done, he's gone and met. They, they actually were silly enough to come and meet him outside, and he sparked both of them out into a car. <laughs> One of them was picked himself up, sort of knocked on the door. Well, Jim was, was stood right next to the door. He's open, he's like, oh, not you again. <laughs> he hit him again. <laughs> Four. Yeah. yeah, he was a tough lad, a good lad as well, wasn't he? Yeah, so 328 appearances for Bath. Yeah. Yeah, and does yeah. that confirm with your stats? I can't really, I'm glad well, to so yeah. moggy up here now. <laughs> 328, yeah. Our average, uh, average range of 49 games a, yeah. a season. 20, 26 goals. Oh, not 27, but... <laughs> no, 26, yeah. We're, we're no, close to David, yeah. yeah. That's closer that to his goal for the The promotion year, I think, got seven or eight, so... We, we, we spoke about, about dressing rooms and team spirit and everything else, and uh, obviously... Bath was a special time for, for all of us and yep. I apologise to the listeners for going on about Bath but it, it's, it's ever so hard to explain to some people about, yep. about the dressing room because within football within team sport the dressing room is, is, is a special place and, and you know not just the banter no. but what goes on in a dressing room don't go outside those four walls and and even my wife you know she, she never really got it well, you know why? Why? Well, we're spending you no know, because we train. Although people don't say, "Well, yeah, we we had a great team." We worked hard. Now, two, we were just you train Tuesday nights. You train Thursday night, which kids now do, don't want to do. I mean, we knew if we'd have a game on Tuesday, we're running. We didn't see many people not turn up. Yeah. Even Thursdays. So you had to have a good excuse, didn't you? Yeah. To turn up. And even a th- even a Thursday, you, you get your balls out, but you're not going to do a bit of run beforehand anyway. But. We used to go in Saturday mornings to train. Yeah, we did. To set pieces and but, go through things. But we used to, I used to look forward to training yeah. just to see your mates again yeah. in the week. But that's, what's it. that's where I've lost out in, in friends from school. That My mates were the, the, the team and the players I played with week in, week out. Because you're spending four or five days of the week with them. Yeah. And, so, and there was nothing better than playing on a Saturday and then going out on a Saturday evening with 
with your mates and like that. there wasn't just one or two there was usually five or six of us yeah at least at least and I, I think that you know that you know it's come across from other clubs you know your Clevedons your Forest Greens you know that that that, that era you, you yeah. could actually do it but I, trying to explain the, the dressing room and the camaraderie to, to some people is it, difficult yeah you had each other's bags you always in football now you have all these analysts you're always looking for percentages you know what can we get the best of? well that that was like 10% of your your team ethic was the team spirit you had because you knew they would fight for each other when things were rough that's your mate you're going to look after him you're going to run if he puts a ball in that channel you're going to run for him well you didn't look at the rows you yeah. had on the pitch with your own teammates I you mean can't. I was threatened to get killed I reckon every other week <laughs> I mean, yeah. how many times Dave Palmer would try and get me by the throat yeah. do you know what I mean During but games. that was accepted yeah. now and that's why I find later in management is very difficult because there's too many players now just rather than roll their sleeves up and say oh, I'll show you and prove you wrong they go and play their yeah, own leagues that's it that's exactly oh, I could have easily for me my second season we played ba- uh, Yeovil away on New Year's uh, Boxing Day I started sub because they brought Mickey Mellon in from City and within five minutes he went off with a broken ankle mm. I've gone on and then with uh, 25 minutes ago I've been dragged again because <laughs> I was the uh, and I was used as a skate the young I was ready to just throw Talwin in but that wasn't me that was, was Gaffer then? George was uh, still Gaffer yeah. I think Paul oh, yeah, was on the bench season, yeah. he um, had a word with me and I just no, and that's what I did throughout was, I didn't like being dropped by then I, I wasn't one that would kick up a fuss or do a smart team do a wheel spin out the car park <laughs> I was just right at my chance going to prove yeah, that's I'm a good ethic to have though isn't it? yeah but it was it was hard to say. Obviously, we, we I know Granny talked. We used to Saturday nights. If we didn't go to Papillons or or Thirty Two Corner Street, as Ricky thought it was, <laughs> um, we'd go to Gary Williams' pub and have a lock in there. Yeah. And one obviously Saturday we I got a group result. Then we rocked out there about half past two in the morning. Me and Granny gone now. Uh, midweek game Tuesday. We get called in the office by Rico. I said I've heard you were you're out to like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. He said, well, if you don't put a shift in tonight, it'd be a heavy fine. He's pulled me and Grant in. Now, me and Grant would run for a brick wall for Rico, the team. and the team. I said, yeah, Tony, but you only left five minutes before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he won't play him, no. <laughs> So you made some good friends there at Bath as well, haven't you, for life as well? Yeah, I mean, yeah really I've, close. I've, with, like, well, Phil Enderville mentioned Phil, it last Smarty. week. Smarty. Then it was like, like in those stages, like Pudge, Gilly, Grantley, uh, Mingsy. And we had some good players that came through, but yeah, the life, lifelong friends, yeah. Yeah, well, you when you first come, you Phil mentioned it last week. Phil Enderell mentioned it last week about about the pups, and yeah. you know, you you were one of the pups, weren't you? Yeah, you know, I was uh, eating all the time. You know. But I was brought into the, the I always took Nick Ender's place. That he was your little apprentice with the little mafia apprentice, you palms <laughs> singing and then sting. So he went, and then I was just dragged into. I was the the water boy basically <laughs> um, but you know that, and I appreciate that because you just took me under your wing straight away and that made me more uh, confident with people around me and, uh, and it just helped me in my game and, and for me socially going out yeah we had we had great rivalry with um, with Yeovil obviously oh, yeah. um, and in the end you know Graham Roberts wanted to sign you Ewan yeah. Gilly Jerry Gill and um, you know we sold you yeah um, 
tell us a bit about Yeovil. I it was I say it was a hard decision to leave, especially um, the friends. But I, it was coming to a point where there was a lot of the old team were sort of breaking away. I think even Palms decided to step down as well. Um, Dean obviously had spoken to Graham and uh, after we beat them down there, their their place on the, that January in '96. Obviously, we uh, had a good game that evening, and uh, he tried tapping me up and joined the game. Um, it was just an opportunity to play what is 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 a league football club, basically. The setup, brand new ground, the support, uh, the finance. It was nice, but I've never I've never played for money. I wanted to play as hard as I possibly can, and and it was just this filled the atmosphere of that say. The crowd on, and the home speaking tune the past about Yeovil. No, it, I, I couldn't really turn that chance down, um, and I just wanted to give a go, and it, it worked out well. To be fair, Yeovil is probably one of the biggest names in non-league football. I mean, it was yeah. always you know if you come up the FA Cup, giant yeah. killers Yeovil. I mean, before your time there, obviously they had the sloping pitch. Yeah. But whenever you think of FA Cup upsets, Yeovil aren't far away yeah. from, you know. Well, that first season there, we were averaging like 2,800 a game. Yeah. So it was like football. And then obviously the, the, the night where we played Enfield, there was 8,500, 2,000 locked, locked outside. Mm. Um, and just getting those experiences, obviously we had a great team. Um, personally, I had a good season, Player of the Year awards with, when people went and had, like I say, sort of a lot of goals in Patmore. Just Barton. one thing, did you pass your test by now? You could drive down there, could you? I had then, yeah. yeah. Because the first, yeah, <laughs> going back to the, the driving, you said about singing and um, driving down Tog Hill out the window. I was in that car that time. <laughs> and then turned the lights off and many sort of uh, handbrake turns into car parks. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I didn't drive until I was about 20, 21. Oh, yeah. That's Dave Singleton. Mm. Yeah. But then I was soon, like I say, going back to Bath, I was soon, I had a little metro, so I was quite often because I didn't drink much. I would have Rico, Poms, Smarty, and they're all the kit bags in the little metro going up Tog Hill, <laughs> like the Anne An Hill mob. <laughs> yeah, but, great memories. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it, I say it, 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 it was um, encouragement as well from what Graham Robertson achieved that he wanted me to come and play. Yeah. I went down as a attacking midfield player, but in the end, he, wanted, he specifically wanted me to play sweeper. And yeah, so it worked out for the amount of games I played. How many games did you play down there? Yeah, I've got 200, 230. Yeah, that's a lot of games there. Eh? In just four seasons. But only three goals. Yeah. Three goals. Yeah, but he's playing sweeper. Oh, I was playing right? sweeper, yeah. I never. Yeah. I didn't go no, forward no, no. for corners. Oh, so you played 200 odd games as sweeper and not in midfield? Uh, the later, last season under Colin Lippier and uh, Steve Tomboy sort of went to midfield. Mm. But majority, I didn't go to corner, I was the last man defence. Oh, it's a good, good excuse there. You scored more time, did yeah. you? That's the only reason I got that, Dave. Yeah, so great. I mean, he, he pulled in some great friendlies as well. We played Everton, Bayern Mark, Paul Royd out. Oh. Gary Speed was playing. Uh, then there was like Wimbledon. Like John Hartson elbowed me in the first five minutes. Who did, John Hartson? Yeah. But yeah, Robbie Earl. They, they came out, they all six foot plus. To be fair, he, he was a player, Graham Roberts, when he's like yeah. you said, to pull in that yeah. sort of clout to bring. We had Middlesbrough, but Middlesbrough played, and that was when Brian Robson manager. He played with Viv Anderson, um, West Ham, uh, Bilic was playing. So, yeah, he brought some good. So, you enjoyed it? Full of, I'd watch Stan Collymore, 
And Sunderland was Phillips and Quinn. I might have signed Collymore. Yeah. He's playing for Stafford. Yes, you enjoyed it down there then? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was liked by the supporters, there was a good rapport there, and come to the end of Were you accepted? Because, because, I, because of the rivalry of Bath. I'm going to throw a little grenade in here, um, because the rivalry between Bath, we were the best non-league side yeah. in the area, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt, um, on the pitch. Yeah. And um, I, I always felt that the Bath boys were sort of, you know, because we all went down, Ricky, yeah. Martin Grimshaw, Ricky Chandler, uh, Jeff Sherwood, Bunter, you know, we all went down there at some stage. And I, I just felt, yeah. Oh, I think we were lucky because we had that obviously good season. Like if, you know, yeah. if you're winning, they're going to accept. And we played well. I, I said I had a good season. Giddy had a great season. Went obviously, you know, to Birmingham from it. And Brooks has scored a, a handful of goals, you know, you know yeah. in double, double figures of goals. So, we were accepted because the team was doing well, and you were doing well, well. yeah. yeah. On the back yeah. of it, so oh, I understand. I mean, even the four years there, I've got player of the year three times, yeah. Supporter player of the year, so fair play, Rob, yeah. Um, nice. And then I was a bit disappointed. I, I, Dave Webb was the one I eventually let, I left. Um, he came in to take them full time. Was that the ex Chelsea, Dave yeah. Webb? Cool. Uh, but knowingly, I agreed. With Steve Thompson, who was the manager at the time in the January, about signing a two-year contract, a uh, yeah, testimonial. In. I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm not going anywhere." Because I was asked to go to Cheltenham, Forest Green as well. Cheltenham, the year that Cheltenham asked me to go, they went and won the league. I, I said, "No, I'm happy at Yeovil." Forest Green asked me, no, "I'm happy here." They went to the Wembley. Oh. Uh, good decisions, but um, they didn't produce the contract. I let let it go for to February, March. I said, yeah, yeah, no, it's okay, I'm not going anywhere. It's just when you're ready, got it sorted today, I'll sign it. The day, uh, on a Thursday after training, Steve also, we'll do it this Saturday. We got, we're got, we getting the press in, sign your two-year contract, and done. On the Friday, I get a phone call. Um, that's out the window, Dave Webb's coming in. Hmm. We're going full-time. Although I played, and he got rid of uh, quite a few number of players straight away, he never offered me anything that was going to subsidise me leaving my work, uh, mm. current job. I was 27 at the time. Yeah, yeah. Although I'd just been playing for England for the lap, I'd been selected for the England team three times that season. Mm. So although I was in England International, even when he was manager, I was getting called up for the England team. He still didn't offer me anything because they wanted to go full time. So you left there for free then, did you? Yeah. So where'd you go then? Let's just touch on the England bit. Yeah. 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 Obviously, fantastic achievement. Yeah. You know, play for England C. Yeah, who would you play? Well, as I said, we, I was getting picked for the the FA. Always did these um, representative matches. So I played four or five six. I was I was always on the the fringes of the England team. My first England uh, prince was Italy away. You're right. And I say, it's it's a nice one, isn't it? Oh, you get treated like the 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 England full international team. That what you wear, training kit, what you wear. Where we travel, we travelled in the first team coach. You know, the week before Gascoigne and Sherwood would have been in there. We travelled there, and even our night out was in uh, Venice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a fantastic experience just to be involved in that. Um, I was involved the year before in Scotland because it was, and we had Barry Hells and uh, Lee Hughes were playing, so I went on to play league football, and also. Uh, as well as the international I played for the Middlesex Wanderers yeah 
which were then like the barbarians like rugby where it's mm. all over the UK um, they promote uh, football in third world countries I was selected for that to go to India yeah and that was a, a eye opener just the way that but we played two games just like 42 degrees heat it was, it was oh. real and it just the culture it was a real experience we, we got put up in a really lovely hotel walk around the corner and the poverty was just you wouldn't mm. you wouldn't let dogs live there and it was a, I mean, a four hour trip to Taj Mahal one day cool. and that was like was that it yeah it's a wonder of the world they were on isn't it yeah. so. okay so which club next um, I was asked to Paul Bowden rang me to go to back to Bath which I was very tempted to but I was a bit wary of having such a good time there whether it be the same going back so uh Again, I spoke to Frank Regan, which I know a few of your previous uh, people have spoken about. And uh, although, when I was like, okay, well, he offered me three so times you, as much. So you turned him down? Before. Yeah. Yeah. And he offered me ridiculous amount of money. And then, but when I went back, he was offering me less than what I was on the Yeovil. So, but I just wanted to play conference football again. Yeah. So I agreed to sign it. I was fortunate to play the players he was getting in from, he was getting people from Rasta Villa. I mean, I ended up playing there as right back with Tony Daly in front of me. Sometimes, and for somebody who's played international football and for Villa and a European Cup winner, some days I think, how? Yeah. And other days you think, oh, that's why. But he was probably one of the nicest people you ever meet from. Yeah, but all wingers are the same, isn't they? Yeah, day, you know, they're they're right. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah. days. <laughs> 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 well, you had, you had, I've seen uh, Nigel in goal. No, come back, Dave? No, no. not yet. It's true. Save that. <laughs> Yeah, Nigel Spinks in goal, we had Billy Clark just left the railroad, Jason Drysdale, uh, we had Dennis Bailey, yeah. only two years before that, scored a hat trick at Old Trafford for QPR. Yeah. They he, 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 I don't know how Frank did it, but he got he got players in. He's had a few mentioned, Jason Drysdale, what a good yeah. player he was, but he did we, go we, on we to the school together. We were in the same class at school. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we had a good five side team at school. So he's a proper chip off the old block then, his dad, right? Yeah. He's full back as well, isn't he? He was full, yeah. But he was unlucky with injuries, wasn't he? Who, Jason? Yeah, at Newcastle or wherever it Newcastle was. Newcastle did, yeah. They signed him with Guppy. Remember Guppy yes, at Full Wickham? Yeah. Like, didn't, didn't really fit in with Keegan's uh, no. thought. And then when he went to Swindon, I think he, he uh, discovered alcohol more. <laughs> well. As well as injuries. But then, yeah. So, going so, back to Forest Green, yeah, you had a good time there then? Yeah, it was, uh, it was tough because they always seemed to struggle near the, the bottom of the table and just managed to stay up but that year we actually got to the FA Trophy final but unfortunately it was the first year from when Wembley shut down oh was it so they, that was the first final away from Wembley and it wasn't at the uh, Cardiff it was at Villa Park oh, which I think yeah, they had the connection with the, all the Villa players we had in the team yeah uh, which we lost 1-0 to Canvey Island not so. too shabby though is it Villa Park nice <laughs> <laughs> to play Right, Forest Green, where do we go? Um, I was in there for two years. Again, played regularly, but didn't work out with uh, just being. I went down to Tiverton. Yeah. Martin Rogers contacted me, and uh, he sold the club really well. Now, I knew it was going to be a lot of travelling, but I've been used to that with uh, yeah. Yeovil and, and Forest Green. They were in the Western League then, were they? Were they, they were in Southern League No, then. Southern League then. Southern this League. is before it all changed. Well, we had a great star. I went down with Nathan Rudge. Um, he started Danny Haynes, Steve, Steve Winter, Channel Thouse, Scott Rogers, Phil Everett, just been named yeah. Player of the yeah. Year, non-league Player of the Year, 
So they had, and it was a good sense of nice pitch. Um, and, and decent manager and decent bloke in Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And to do it for years, he's done it. You know, yeah. just credit to him. Um, he, he retired. Someone said he retired. And someone said he's gone back. He has gone back. He has gone back, yeah. But again, a place for people there. Uh, that's the year they sort of reshot. After the first season the, at Christmas, we were top four. After Christmas, we come by when we just we ended up playing in the playoffs to stay in that league. Yeah, and we played lost to Dorchester at Exeter's ring. But I, I'm repeating myself again, and I don't mind repeating myself. It, Southern League was Southern League then, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know that, that's when they restructured it. That yeah, that season, exactly. I said Kevin Nansky, another one. Well, yeah. We tried to sign uh, back. That's good. Yeah, he went on play for Plymouth, but um, yeah, I was there. I think was it three or four years? Three years. Three years. Yeah, again clocked up. Did you, did you score? I did. Yeah. One, two, three. Face <laughs> <laughs> sleep again, but again, I was averaging mm. 49. That's the thing, Rob, keep fit and play. Yeah. But uh, three good years there. Again, picked up player year wars on two of the seasons out of three. Uh, again, it was, just, it was just that level of consistency. That's why I was looking for consistency all the time. Um, then I think he, think he thought my legs are gone. Um, How old were you there? I think I'm just, just turning 30, 30 then, 31, 31. Yeah. yeah. Bit of the young so I was, yeah, no, I didn't agree with that at all, no. didn't get offered a contract. Who told you this, Martin? He didn't tell me, he just didn't offer me a contract, so mm. uh, he had different plans, obviously didn't people come in. Mark, I think you might have got that one wrong, because the bloke's still playing at 52? <laughs> 51. Oh, sorry. So then uh, Grimmer had come in to me, Grimmer and Badge were at Mangersfield, obviously Grimmer was at Tiverton, assistant to Martin when I was down there. And uh, yeah, the boys went to Manchester to play. Yeah. So I did do. Uh, so I two year contract. Um, they you signed a contract in Manchester, did you? Two year deal. Yeah. My Richardson. But you didn't stay there very long, do you? No. This is when people started coming off my Christmas list. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, first season, I was there in president. They made me captain. I played, I think, fifty five games that season. Um, and a particular person from Cheltenham, Lee Howells, came in. I thought we were good friends. I was even get my hair cut from him in town. Uh, Mike Richardson asked me, should I, should I give him the job? I, yeah, I think he's promising, young, got good ideas. Backed him. I even went into his shop saying, I'll help you with any coaching you need. In the meantime, I didn't, he was trying to get rid of me. He saw me as a threat. He was trying to get me out of my contract. And come pre-season, they announced before he was speaking to me that I was no longer a team captain. And I was playing for the reserves on the Saturday. Oh, I'd like nice. a bit of controversy. So, uh, yeah, I like that, Rob. A little dig there. I played, I'd, rather than let him get to me, I played those reserve games. Um, yeah. I got bought in when they had a few bad results and had a good performances, man of matches. At, What's this, the reserves? No, back, I, I, got back, back, I got back uh, into the first team. When you went in the reserves, did you score in there? I don't think so. <laughs> and then, but, um, yeah, all the time he was trying to offload me. He uh-huh. wanted me to come off contract. I thought, but he was the last person who would have wanted to come off contract. And I said, no, I'm not. No, I'll buy my time. But uh, but I got on really well with the players as well. So yeah. even when I saw the mountain town, they were coming to me, mm. leave him, and some go to chat to me. Hey, Poulton came into me. It's for mid September, and they were playing the league below. Who's that, Rob? Poulton. Poulton, yeah. Andy James, and uh, I went and played for them in that first season. 
we ended up coming second. That was the first year they again went to playoffs because it used to be the first two went up. Yeah. They when they started, they were four from bottom. You were there when they played Norwich though in the FA Cup, weren't you? Yeah, that's my about third year. Yeah. I third, remember that. Yeah. yeah. But first year that? we had Ashley Barnes. Where was that, Rob? What year was that? I can still remember that clearly. Come on the telly, the big builder. Two thousand and eight. Was it? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he was the sort the. Vegetables or flowers, yeah, didn't flowers it? It was a big yeah. thing on. Where my son actually works for them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a big thing on like the. Um... Yeah. yeah, we had good publicity for that. Going to obviously playing Norwich, they were, I don't know, five leagues above us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they still got the money left now. Yeah, they I mean, never spent it. No, they never <laughs> did. Then no, we didn't get much out of it at all. <laughs> but they, they got recarpeted the clubhouse and redecorated. And set them up for ten years. Yeah, well, fair play. I mean, it was on the the main match, wasn't it, on the lunchtime game games. or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah. They got, yeah, they had good publicity there. Yeah. Um, so those was again played. I played my nine hundredth game there, and my thousandth game there. Yeah. To be fair to you, Rob, you spent quite a bit of time at each club, didn't you? Because we've had a few. I mean, we had Jay on recently. I think he had yeah. 100 clubs. <laughs> yeah. Five yeah. games at each club. Yeah. <laughs> and you, to be fair, you played. You stayed fit, which is always yeah. helps, and you played a lot of games at each club. I mean, two hundred all at Bath, two hundred or three hundred all yeah. at Bath, two hundred all at Yeovil, three seasons at yeah. Porton. So you can see how they've racked up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was fortunate to stay with injuries, but I had that driving hunger to play as well with injuries. Hmm. I played with a broken toe. I played. I just, it's, it's horrible. I mean, for fifteen years, hmm. uh, so I would always. Christmas say time was Christmas Eve we'd go out mm. but Christmas day knowing you were playing boxing I would yeah. go From four o'clock every Christmas two three mile run mm. on Christmas day because I knew I was be playing but the, 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 but the amazing thing is like I was a bit like you I'd play when I was injured and every, yeah. everything else but my body's totally wrecked yeah. Hit me. <laughs> absolutely, hit, absolutely but, knackered but, like. but I was the so, same so your genes yeah. your DNA yeah, yeah. Yeah. has helped you through that yeah, yeah. well I obviously could support my parents as well uh, um, but injury wise my first after my first season I missed the next season with the keyhole surgery I was out for the start of the, and exactly the same the following year I don't know keyhole so I missed two seasons at Bath for a month of football yeah. and then the fourth season Poms didn't be in the friendly so I was out for three weeks with an ankle injury where he tackled me yeah, I so can I remember. had little niggles and one of the big games I missed was uh, Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup two weeks before Kidderminster. Yeah, but it's just a plan, chance to play. I was, two weeks before the the draw was done, Kidderminster, where I, someone just caught me in the last ten minutes to chip out my uh, ankle, mm. so it put me out. Although I, I was desperate, I had a, a fitness test before the game strapped, so I had no chance to play. Them, but yeah, I mean, going back to the injuries, I mean, I used to play. I used, the thing that drove me on there, I thought if I missed the game for a niggle you might not get in for a month exactly. That's totally and you good. just want to yeah. keep your place especially when the teams we played in where we were going well yeah. you'd think oh, I tell you what, I'll run that off yeah. but and it was unless you had an actual pulled muscle which I was lucky not to yeah. it was always kicks and stuff and you think well, and I, nice. I, I, you I, run I, that I off. feared that um, I think I would never put my kit bag next to a, a peg with a shirt on no just in case you didn't get yeah because I didn't want that disappointment anyway no. and just think I'm taking my place for granted I know people, some people I mean you used to always go for number 10 I always think the best player wore 10 I know I've heard that <laughs> <laughs> so I would always even in turn uh, there'd be pegs in the corner by the mirror 
Oh no, he's going to change. I didn't have a seat. I'll just stand up and change. <laughs> See, that's your confidence again, Rob, isn't it? Yeah. Being a quiet lad. Yeah. If you just went in there, put your yeah. bag on a peg, number eight, that's my shirt. But that, at the same time, it kept me hungry for the Yeah, you're right. Yeah, well, it's. It, but, you know, but we were always, always concerned about not being in the team because, because you know, it was competitive. Yeah. Training was competitive. You know, the. You know, <sighs> Oh yeah. Casuals versus the the pros over at Whitchurch Sports Centre. We used to wear pads, like, shin pads, it training in a five side court. <laughs> and Tim used to wear screwing studs <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> I mean how uh, just as someone said we trained at Bath on a Saturday morning, how we didn't get injured some of this some mm. of the sessions we put on, it was full blooded. You, and you, yeah, it was meant for set play though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you you as a manager, you got involved and that was it. Yeah, I was fighting getting injured, <laughs> yeah. I only stood in the wall and it was kicking the ball at my face. <laughs> Talking about you know being out the team and, and and not starting, it was it. Stuart Taylor, late great Stuart Taylor, ex Rovers legend. You know he was manager, and I got I got me bookings early that season, and I was suspended, and um, I went and seen him. I said I said, am I playing the next game? You know, am I playing when when, when my suspension's over? And he just looked round at me and he said, well, if they do really well the game before, no, you won't be playing. And you might not even be on the bench. Yeah. And I, I said, well, I won't even be on the bench. And I said, I got to start. And threw me toys out of the pram. <laughs> and he said, well, that's how it is. Yeah. You know, and I, I knew where I was straight away. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean I've, I've seen, when we got called in, when you were a manager at Bath, if you were getting called into the office, you knew this is what I'm not playing today. Mm. And you should dread that. But I would never agree with you. No, I should have been playing and, every and you, game. You, you didn't want players to agree with you. You know, we no. had the thing with Phil Underhill Incy last week, you know, um, about, about you know, I let him go at Bath. You know, but he had some, he, there were some good players in his position, yeah. you know, and you can't please everybody. But what you try and do is is explain to people why you've left them out. They don't agree with you no. at the time. They don't agree with you. But give them a reason. And sometimes, you know, you'd, you'd have to name a team without being able to speak to them because you arrive late or whatever, you know, something had gone on. And I used to hate that because I, I thought I let down my values yeah. of, of, you know, how I would want to be treated myself. So that's what, what you take into, into management. It's no different than you running your business, Dave, mm -hmm. is it? You know, you've got to treat people with a bit of respect. Yeah. And, and you know, I was fortunate enough, or we were fortunate enough, you know, that we, we got results as well, you know, and, and players wanted to play. Players that wanted to play that like running. Yeah. <laughs> you like running, didn't you, Rob? <laughs> uh, I wasn't liked it. I was never an, an But you had to run for your role in the team, yeah. didn't you? Before I was a box, sweeper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I worked hard at it. I mean I was never the ones at the front of the run in the five four three to one. No. I'll be in that pack just behind yeah. them. I would work at it, I would train hard. I didn't drink as much as other people would drink. I look after myself. No, I continue. You were Uber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Porton. Yeah, that sort of, again, they were questioning me about the legs. So, Dave Mogg came in and uh, went out to Yate to help him out okay. as a player player coach, him and Grantley. And sort of. Was that Dower and Dower together? <laughs> God. Uh, cage fighter. <laughs> Is he still cage fighter? <laughs> we didn't then. get an invite, did we? No. No. Anyway, well, just we got through. I think it was October, November time. They relieved Mogavis position, so um, and Grantley too. And they were well, Grantley obviously didn't speak to me for the next fifteen years because he thought <laughs> I should have gone with him. Yeah, I was on a contract as a player. 
that was a little bit acrimonious then at yeah. the time, was it? They yeah. thought I stitched my up, which I hadn't. We were uh, took into the dressing room, and uh, Pete Jackson, the chairman at the time, saying we've released Dave and Grantley off position. We'll, we'll have somebody in from the touchline on Saturday. The players were thinking, well, we need some sort of guidance. You can't just pick somebody off the street. Were, were results that bad? They weren't that bad, no, but were they? No. no, but if you like, you know, there was there's a there's the chairman now. There was which the Colin pick was uh, again. He's another one off the Christmas list. <laughs> he he was a hard man to please, and he was he had his knife in from Ogden, and he, he used to be backstabbing him things you say. But as it was, the players turned around and said, "Well, we can't just have some stranger come off the out of park just to run." Give it to Trick. I was the oldest player there. Again, so said, that's a good it? standard there. Then when that's seventy, yeah, seventy. So Michael Meeker was there as a player, and the, the players asked me to do it. I didn't even offer to do it. I said, oh, "Okay, I'll give it a go." I haven't had no aspirations to be a, a manager or a coach but not a manager and uh, but yes yeah, so that's what Granny didn't speak to me for then you 10, lucky 15 years. sod <laughs> but, but, speak growled yeah so my sort of playing yeah. well you he's two out of two down at Manor Farm when he's, he's in charge yeah yeah they won yeah. again Saturday who was he he's suspended he? oh was he he, he got, got 12 games oh I didn't know yeah. that Ooh. yeah I know what he'd done on the scene yeah. of the yeah Thing, but I think they got yeah. so he's running it now, is he? Yeah, Grant's yeah. in charge. Oh, two out of two. You'll probably, so, probably get a night at this year. <laughs> 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 anyway, sorry, so, Trey. Yeah, so the the following <laughs> the end of that season, we won uh, the Gloucester Cup. It was the first time they won that, or hadn't won it for years. And the following season, I think it's when we took them to the FA Cup first round. Yeah, it was the first time that they achieved that. Just, go, go, just going back a bit, were you all right with Moggy though? Yeah, he, he was. He'd speak, but he was still a bit office style because yeah. he thought. But like I said, I, I didn't ask the, the, for the position. That's what I was trying to get across. So I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't going to the director to say I want the job. They asked me. To, the players asked me to do it. it so, a, but you must have had good results, you and Meeks. Yeah, we picked up and say we, we say we. I said that first year we ended up winning but the results the weren't that bad. That's what I. Yeah, and you've explained the, the, the FA Cup. We were poor. We were second from bottom. Right. We went that FA Cup run, and then. Um, we beat uh, Newport. Yeah. It was uh, at home. We were three-one up with two minutes to go, and ended up uh, drawing three-all. Nobody gave us a chance because they were top of the conference. We went there and beat them three-one. Um, I say it was the first time they progressed to the first round proper in their history. So we, we did, and then results picked up. We ended up being seventh in the league. Mm. So just conference just got, we grew and grew. And the following season, exactly the same, we round. Six or eight to the table. I say Jordan came in, like Tyrone came in. I brought it, Tyrone in. Oh, he's dropped that one in. Uh, I thought so. Uh, I know James dropped these in. Did you did you find Tyrone? Did I find him? Mm. No. In what way? Well, did you discover Tyrone? I invited Tyrone. Just been really, was playing in the charity matchup for he, t- he turned Rovers. for Rovers, didn't he? Yeah. And. Uh, I spoke to AD afterwards and asked him, well, if he's not playing, come, I imagine he ain't now, I'll have him at pre-season, have a look. Right. And um, so we didn't invite, he played, he played in pre-season friendly at Loracle. Uh, so I just spoke to him and just said, no, play a few more games and then I'll be offered him a contract. Yeah. So it was you then, Rob, we got him yeah. into the big... It wasn't you know? Michael Meeker, although Michael Meeker always did. Yeah, yeah that, but that, that was what I was throwing yeah, in. Because... No, it was, I, I asked to speak to AD and I spoke to Tyrone and... Uh, we even just have to Did you play him much? Uh, to start with, and then it, he was in that because 
Tyrone was because he, he, he was ha- he was half the size he is now. Yeah, he had a bit. He had a long stride. But what he was trying to do, and I was trying to speak to him, he was trying to be what his dad was, the physical side, be aggressive, but he could play. He had a sweet left foot, he had good engine, yeah. that stride just going up the left wing. And he had actually chakra at Thatcher, and their, their manager has ribbing into him, and he, he was lucky not to be sent off because uh, he was having a real stinker. So we had to pull him off, and then I left him out for a couple of games just to, just no, just say that you need to have a little look, step back a little bit, and then go get yeah. He came on, in a, another trophy game scored at a good game he had a good run of games then because yeah. I had Ollie Barnes there they were both competing mm-hmm. in that position where we played with a three or he's a wing back but he was there fine he, he didn't drive I don't know I, I know when he was travelling from Chippenham he used to have to get trained to Yate and then somebody had to go pick him up um, so eventually uh, he was offered to go back training with Chippenham he just got a car and um uh, that was his hometown home club so we tried to get him a contract and offer him an extra £10 to make it £80 which obviously doesn't match his £60,000 he gets a week now so. but could you see him going on to the not to, the, no? not to an extent he's gone now obviously he had progressed under Mick McCarthy I think as a centre Yeah. and that season he had at Bournemouth where he was out and bogged up that's made him a player but like me personally but I don't think he's international well he's, he's got it he's done it and he, I hats off to him yeah. and he's just shown people matter what knockbacks I've got I'm going to I'm going to go places I'm going to work hard and get there and he's done it fair play to yeah. him yeah. yeah so I felt like we ate in the end yeah we were yeah I'll say we myself more so Michael Meeker didn't get on with the chairman okay. Colin Pick and I know you had experiences there with Jordan we tried to bring young players in and we tried to progress, but it was, it was just banging your head against a brick wall with him. Um, and then I sort of felt the brunt of it with, with Mika's clash with him as well. I was, I was, yeah, it's a lot of sleepless nights where I was trying to please everybody, trying to please players, manager, assistants. That's your, that's your personality, trait. Yeah, and it, I, was, I had a lot of sleepless nights because uh, I took it personally. Mm. You're nobody's friend, you're, just, you're sort of pushed to the side, really, imagine. You know, being part of the dressing room as a player. And all of a sudden, just being mm. cast aside. Yeah, been there. Yeah, and it it, it was tough because we couldn't please him. Whatever we did, we couldn't please him. So we went into this. This you tried to cancel a contract. You just tried to sack us, and we we took it to the FA and PFA, and we went on we went our case with them and got our contract paid up eventually. But again, another person that was <laughs> put the knife in was Nigel, Nigel Hawkins which I thought was a good friend of mine from City days brought him in and then uh, when it came to didn't, didn't back or support me when it came with the chairman so yeah well hey ho there's plenty of them in there I, I, I always say you know that in, in football it's one of those when things are going well in football there's nothing better you yeah. know whether it's the pro game or semi-pro game or, or you know local grassroots and but there's always somebody that will take your job yeah. or you know, take your position it was harder point. as well because it was a good cop bad cop scenario yeah. which Meeks decided what we're going to do not having to do with me I mean I love Meeks to be so I'm getting really well a good friend of mine but a lot of time he'd, he'd be the good guy he would say I'm going to say this just go with me and he'd tell people he wasn't he going to play you today I didn't, I didn't say that <laughs> <laughs> we were going to do this and that and he uh, would say but I said uh, so I was with a bad cop I was made to look the bad cop and Players will look at me and I think, oh, I didn't say that. Uh, but just to go go with it to get the reaction we wanted. But. So then that ended and then I was asking to shout to Mallet. 
to help out with Andy James again on the coaching side, which I did do for a season. And then I was offered a job there the following season because Andy James was stepping down. And I was only going to take it on if the 18 players that, that were there, were good players, would stay. Because I, I had no comment. I wasn't going to bring people from Bristol or then Shepton because Joan was subsidised the, the, the wage, wage bill. bill yeah. And that wasn't going to happen. And then they cut the wage bill as well. When, so yeah. after two months, I then bring Dean Burke, my sister, and it didn't go down too well. Well, Burke's upset a few, did he? More than a few. That was not just <laughs> not just your way supporters and home supporters. And that was that was the end of it, really. That's our Dino. Yeah. So where'd you go then, Rob? I was invited to. I was um, doing junior football as well as for ten years. With my son at from five to sixteen with Brisbane, and they had a side in the Somerset County League. They were always trying to get me to play, and I just helped them out because I'd left Shed. I had nothing else to do. And uh, playing the rest of that season and the following three. The following season we won the League and Cup. Uh, and then I just started doing my coaching badges while I was there. I did my level one and level two. Um, so, yes. Okay. I, I want to flip back to what you said. A talented cricketer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imperial. Back in West, the early days. West, West, I played when I was 11 playing men's cricket. Yeah. And when I left Bristol City, I just happened to bump into. Some Aussie peasant. Not Shane Warren. Shane Warren, yeah. He, he, he did alright for himself after that. I just watched the documentary with him in it, yeah. and he was there over here. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's, have you seen that documentary? No. But, but he does mention the Imperial days. Yeah. He came over, he put about two and a half stone on in six yeah. months. He, went back he was there. 19. Just a drinking culture. He was 19. We won. There's a, I got a nice picture of him. He was an even post, and Jack Meacham's, Steve Meacham, always gave me a stick about it because I was a nice smile, and I was 18 tan. And, uh, Shane Ward's that picture, yeah. We, and uh, I speak to him now again. I spoke to him last week, or texted him. Who, Shane Ward? Shane Ward, yeah. Do you reckon he's dropped more names in Stuart James, the other trigger? The Battle yeah. of the Triggers! Yeah, <laughs> but he, he, he's, yeah, he, you could see the tan then, I just, he was just, but yeah, good, like, good night's out. But he put, yeah, two stone, I think it was two or three stone. Yeah, he, his, his dad didn't recognise him when he got no, back. No, that's right, he was talking about that documentary. He used to eat just clumps of cheese. <laughs> Just wedge, like just doorstops of cheese and and KFC. Didn't drink, didn't eat anything else. Mm. But no, we become obviously the greatest craze of craze ever. Really, in my in my eyes, definitely, definitely spinner. That's that's yeah. it. Well, seven hundred odd wickets. He said, didn't he? Yeah. But you just if you watch, if you enjoy cricket, you could just spend hours watching because the variation is balling and the bit of sledge and he done just to wind people. But yeah, yeah I love cricket. Yeah, no, I, I think that's why I, I brought it up because because again that was you know you have county players yeah. or international players in Shane Warren's case yeah. you know actually playing for Imperial which you know yeah. they used to. I say I could have gone that way because I just, I just missed out on the England place. So I played yeah. in the the trial matches for England and I was considered one of the top six spinners in the country. I went to Liddershaw, um, but it just it, it came with reputation with cricket. There's Millfield um, players there that got selected that didn't do anything in the in the uh, trials, but got selected. Yeah. Mm. It's very the silver it's who you knew, yeah, yeah. massively. It's, it's mm. typical. Have you seen the Ellis Genge one? He says that about the rugby. Yeah. rugby oh, yeah, I've seen that one. I will watch it. Go on. Oh, and I've seen then. I'll say four years at prison. Then going back to 2020, I obviously the heart attack. Yeah. Which put a stop. Well, not stopped to me. It just happened coincided with 
COVID that I didn't miss a game for three months because. <laughs> so what was it? A proper full-on heart attack? Or? It was a mild one. Um, it was the first game back in October, seven weeks out, and I was just thought it was, I was blown a bit because just I played for seven weeks. Mm. There was a young kid the playing up front, twenty-five was blowing anyway himself, and I think well, it'll go in a minute. This 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 pain across my chest will go. But it's funny because on the Monday and Tuesday before the Saturday game, I did two five k runs, mile runs. I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel. I just felt. So I even rang the manager. I've never rang any manager and say, "I'm going to give you 60 minutes Saturday." I don't feel 100. percent But I played 30 minutes in, felt fine. Then I said, "I get this sharp pain across my chest. wasn't going away." And got to half time. I just said, "Look, I need I need to come off." I got so I get pins and needles in my arms, and they said, "Well, knowing now I am, would you want to go back on for 10 minutes just to see how it is?" Knowing that I should stay on it, because. Joking aside, I think I'll be having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So I, I did go off, showered, took a couple of paracetamol, watched 10 min, more minutes of the second half, so didn't feel right at all. So where my parents live in Broomhill, two miles, got my car, drove there. They said, I just look, why is a sheet? And uh, rang for ambulance straight away. That turned up in half an hour, done test, and they had me in that night. I say, yeah, they had me in straight away. I was because of COVID. I was actually sat in the car park for three hours in the ambulance, and I had to get out of one ambulance to go into another ambulance because their shift had finished cool. before I went in. Mm. And it was diagnosed I had. Uh, they were doing tests all evening. Couldn't stand because they never smoked, rarely drink, still fit and active. But the the rate was all or the levels that were higher than they should have been. So they decided to rather keep me to the Monday uh, to have a. Examination the amulet on the Saturday yeah. night. <clears throat> There's a slight blockage down the incident. So stent. Lucky then, Ron. Yeah, I mean, I could have easily just gone back on and said, oh, okay, I'll give yeah. it 10 minutes. Yeah. Don't blame me. I mean, you think what happened to Ericsson, when they, yeah. what they had around him, I don't think they would have had that down there. No. Prison time. Mm-hmm. No. But it kept me, I said, I took it steady. I asked the questions when I was in the hospital whether we'd be able to play, and he said, yeah. So I, uh, didn't do it for three, three months, proper walking, and then started doing the couch to 5K. First week, found too easy, so I went to week four. And I went week seven, I was back playing. But You're still playing now? Playing with your yeah. son on Sundays? Yeah, I've been back playing Saturday football, playing for three lines, and now they forward, so I went playing for, with my son. That's the Saturday folded, right? Yeah. Yeah, but like this year, there's, we turn up, kick off half past 10, quarter past 10. There's five of us. Scott married one of them. So if he can turn out, what kind of... It's like, previous years, because they were winning things, mm. they were available, and all of a sudden, because they had to work a little bit harder, didn't, yeah, it was sad for Sean, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he was passionate about that, Sean. Yeah, yeah. he was one of our first guests on one yeah. yeah. mm. he, he gets a mention. Yeah. So I said, now just save, sign off the Robins, and playing with players that... I played with their dads. Yeah. Oh, sorry, six or seven. And I got to mention it, Rob. You scored last week. I did. We played a team at the top of the league. My son scored first, and then that's yeah, must be nice. That's be nice to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching. He's playing for Hengrove. He's only 18. Yeah. He's, he's he's played more games. Uh, we've made most appearances for Hengrove so far this year. Chip off to your block. Hopefully, he's, he's uh, got a good engine. So yeah, I, I would like. He wants. He's got the drive and hunger to play higher. Good. And, uh, hopefully, he will. Mm. We've got to enjoy it. Yeah. We've got to do it. 
got have you got Ricky oh Ricky Chandler <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember you had him on last week and I was waiting for him to actually mention it there, Ricky Chandler this is yeah. yeah I know he was disappointed that the Aston Villa game when he was yeah. made sub well I was actually there as uh, as a guest with the Bristol Boys schoolboy I think we're at 11s I think it was and uh, watched the game I remember it well obviously Morley was playing Shaw with Evans I think Rimmer was in goal lost 1-0 I made my way around what it was uh, Ricky's dad Ted was a good teammate of my, my dad Phil Phil played for the adult school for 20 years and uh, my granddad managed him at Western and uh, Ted said well well tell Ricky Ricky give me a lift home so that was the plan I was going to walk around to the players entrance wait for Ricky to come out <laughs> and take me home well I was there till quarter six six o'clock and nobody come out for me so the school teacher took me home. Uh, uh, my dad was a bit concerned, so he thought, well, I'll let Ted know, just let Ricky know, he said, Rob's home, okay, he's safe. <laughs> dad rings Ted, Ted, well, Ricky's just walked in, and uh, did Rob enjoy it? He had a good time? He said, yeah, but Ricky didn't pick him up. He said, what do you mean? Ricky had uh, <laughs> gone outside and, and just randomly picked up one lad and said, you, Rob, and the, the lad said, yeah he's took him inside took him in a bar bought him a shandy he's met the players he's had a few photographs bought autographs and then Richard so I better take you home now he said would you live in prison yeah the, this boy's got whoever it was was going along with it Ricky's dropped him he said right here you live yeah gone home and, and then Ricky's gone home to Witcher's to his mum and dad <laughs> and he thought he took you home he thought he took me home took me for a drink meet the players and there's some random boy that if he got done that now would have probably been uh, arrested yeah, uh, good story that, Rob. Yeah, it is a good story. Well, Rob, I'm going to call you a treat again yeah. then, sorry. But thanks for your time, much appreciated, um, and hope you've enjoyed it, and hope our listeners... Yeah, I mean, you're going to make another thousand appearances with your son. That would be nice, but I can't yeah. see that happening. <laughs> well, you never know, Rob. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Take nice care. to see you.